You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Now we head out to California, to Stanford University, the Hoover Institution, where Lonnie Chen is standing by. He's a former advisor to the Marco Rubio and Mitt Romney campaigns. In fact, he's worked on several high-profile political campaigns. He's a research fellow at Hoover, director of domestic policy studies, and a lecturer in the public policy program at Stanford University. So, Lonnie Chen, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Kathleen. Your poll, a new poll, shows there's an age divide among California Democrats and some GOP unity issues. Let's start on the Democratic side. What is the poll? Who who did you talk to? And what's the, the results for the Democrats? Well, we at the Hoover Institution partnered with some of the other research institutions at Stanford and the polling firm YouGov to conduct a poll of 1,700 Californians. And we found exactly, as you indicated, a, a significant split amongst Democrats in terms of who they support. So 18 to 29-year-olds overwhelmingly uh, supported Bernie Sanders, and other age demographics overwhelmingly supported Hillary Clinton, which resulted in our poll in a 13-point lead for Hillary Clinton going into next week's California primary. So that's good news for her. Uh, obviously, though, there remains a significant division based on age. Uh, we didn't find as many differences based on other factors like ethnicity and race, but certainly the age issue has to be concerning for Hillary in the long run. Because kids tend to go more for Bernie Sanders in, in, many, in many voting outcomes and, and also in this poll. That's right. They tend to like Bernie Sanders' progressive positions, particularly when he talks about free college tuition, for example. That's one that's very popular with my students here at Stanford. Um, But the reality is, you know, Hillary Clinton has been trying in this primary to uh, adjust some of her views on issues to be more uh, interesting, let's say, to the younger demographic. But unfortunately, at least in our poll, that does not appear to have paid off. Uh, Lonnie, the California primary is less than a week away now, correct? That's right. June yeah. 7th. Uh, what do you see for the from this Golden State poll that's most significant for Republicans? Well, I think there are a couple of issues. First of all, obviously, Donald Trump is doing well in the poll because he's the only uh, Republican presidential candidate remaining, and he is now the nominee presumptive. The level of support he's garnering, though, in our poll is still substantially lower than the level of support that Mitt Romney won in 2012 by the time he got to the California primary. And the two gentlemen were in very similar positions. Romney was the nominee presumptive when we came to California in 2012, as is Donald Trump today. But Trump is polling with the support of over 60 percent of California Republicans. But that's compared to the almost 90 percent support that Mitt Romney enjoyed in exit polling after the 2012 election. So Donald Trump 
It does not appear as though he has unified the Republican Party in California in the same way that Romney did ahead of the 2012 primary. So that may be one warning sign. Another interesting issue is that you've got basically one in three California Republicans who are still trying to make up their minds about whether they want to support another candidate, write someone in, or stay home come Election Day. Now, you were a senior official uh, in the Bush administration at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. As I mentioned, you were uh, helped run the Romney-Ryan 2012 presidential campaign. You helped advise Marco Rubio. So you were obviously an insider in Republican Party circles. What are you hearing? And in fact, what do you think of Donald Trump as the, the candidate on the, for the Republicans? Well, you know, I personally am, am greatly troubled by, by Trump as the presumptive nominee. I think particularly uh, the lack of uh, detail he's put out in certain policy areas, in fact, in a lot of policy areas, has been concerning. But I think, you know, the fundamental issue with Donald Trump is that he does not appear to hold the same conservative points of views on issues as past nominees have of the Republican Party. And, you know, that's been overlooked, I think, by and large, by many in the electorate because of his personality. You know, a lot of people find uh, his brashness and his sort of tell it like it is to be an attractive feature of his candidacy. Um, for me personally, though, I think he's quite a wild card. And I think, you know, it's a dangerous situation when you nominate someone and you're not entirely sure what they're going to do aside from apparently build a wall and get tough on China when it comes to trade. So. Uh, you know, I, I find the Trump candidacy to be troubling. You know, I was obviously for Rubio. I think he would have been the best nominee for the party this year and beyond. Uh, but the voters chose uh, chose Trump, and that's who, who the guy will be going into the fall. Lonnie, is it possible that the conservative, conservatism of many other leading uh, Republicans has not appealed sufficiently to more moderate Republicans and that for some reason that's who Donald Trump is attracting, someone who is kind of put off by the more conservative policies of others? Yeah, I mean, that could be part of it. You know, there is an anti-establishmentism to the Trump support. There's also a moderate nature to his support as well that, that, that comes with a, a more moderate positioning that Trump has taken on certain issues. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, Kathleen, I tend to, to attribute a lot of his support to the fact that, you know, people have seen him on TV. He's somebody who's familiar. And he is, in, in some ways, an ideal candidate for the era of television. He knows how to use and in some cases manipulate media to his favor. And, he's, and he manages to get out there quite a bit and people see him and they like him. So I, you know, I think that it has much more to do with personality than stances on issues. Bonnie Chen, thank you so very much for joining me today on Taking Stock from the Hoover Institution at Stanford University. He's worked on Republican campaigns in Republican administration. He views Donald Trump as a wild card and says that maybe his skills on television has, are what is attracting so many Republicans. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.